Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. KCAA's Inland Talk Express. KCAA, Loma Linda, 1050 AM. The station that leaves no listener behind. Your NBC Sports Radio update starts now. Tiger Woods chasing the lead at the Wyndham Championship. I'm Pete Fox. He's currently sitting two off the pace set by Jason Gore, who fired a 62 yesterday. That was good for eight under par. Jonas Blix did the same thing, but he's two back of the lead as well, as is Scott Brown. Leaders will hit the course today in North Carolina a little after 2 Eastern. Dodgers and Astros wrap up their series today at Minute Maid, 2-10 Eastern. Clayton Kershaw versus Lance McCullers. Nice win for the Astros yesterday. 3-1 the final, beating Zach Grinke. The Astros got homers from some unlikely sources. Luis Valbuena and Jose Altuve. That's ripped deep to left field. And Vance Lake will just watch that one go. Into the Landry's Crawford boxes for Altuve. And the Astros lead 3-1. Astros Radio Network, Altuve on beating Grinke. He's good. He's one of the best pitchers in the big league. And that's why he takes money. pretty big for him. So matinee baseball at Wrigley, 220 Eastern, Braves and Cubbies. Matt Whistler taking on Jason Hamill last night. A comeback win for Chicago manager Joe Madden. You observe the body blow, you come back in the dugout and you fight back. And that's what we did. Um, uh, you know, Atlanta has some really good at-bats in that inning. They had the five-run inning, but our guys do not stop. Cleveland and New York underway, 105 Eastern. Texas takes on Detroit in D-Town, 108 Eastern. And Kansas City faces Boston at Fenway, 135 Eastern. The nightcap, the Giants and Bucks from Pittsburgh. Ryan Vogelsong versus Francisco Liria. Yesterday, the Pirates heads the Giants 3-2. No win for Garrett Cole, but he looked good going 7. His manager, Clint Hurdle. The command of all four pitches, it's what we've seen from him a lot. A very good step back, I think, in the place for him in the right line. We have some football today underway here in a few minutes. Packers and Steelers in Pittsburgh. Rams will take on the Titans in Tennessee. And the Cowboys face the 49ers. I'm Pete Fox. This is NBC Sports Radio. This is KCAA. Consider this your invitation to sell. At buysellmakeoffer.com, you can sell as much as you want for the next 60 days without paying any fees whatsoever. Sound incredible? It is, and it's true. Buysellmakeoffer.com is the new exciting way to sell your stuff online. Make extra money right now. Sell your old car, furniture, video games, household items, clothes, even your home. Sell anything that's legal. Load up your stuff to sell right now at buysellmakeoffer.com. This is your official invitation to get on board to sell your stuff right now. 
free for the next 60 days. And once you see how easy it is, you'll want to sign up for more because there are no item fees. That's right. Take this opportunity to move items from the other guys and sell it for free. You might even win a Samsung tablet, Amazon gift cards, and other cool prizes. BuySellMakeOffer.com is the future of online selling. You can use Skype to talk to your buyer or seller. Plus, you can use video to showcase your items. BuySellMakeOffer.com. This is Scientific American's 60 Second Science. I'm Gretchen Kuda-Crowen. Got a minute? A lot of fishermen will tell you that fish have kind of a sixth sense. They avoid obstacles, effortlessly slalom between vortices or whirlpools, and hide from predators, even when they can't see. But how do they do it? Researchers from the University of Florida and New York University think they've found the answer. Nearly all fish, they say, have a similar network of sensors along their bodies that are exquisitely sensitive to changes in water pressure. The report is in the journal Physical Review Letters. For the study, the researchers made a plastic rainbow trout with an accurate configuration of flow sensors on its body. Known as the lateral line, these sensors apparently act like a hydrodynamic antenna, picking up signals about the flow of water around them. They put the fake fish in water and simulated important real-life situations. For example, a bigger fish swimming nearby that might want to turn the trout into sushi. The researchers noted that the natural setup of the fish's sensors includes a higher density of them on the parts of the body subject to the greatest pressure changes. So the sensory awareness of its environment is highly resolved, showing that the notion that fish have a sixth sense isn't fishy at all. Thanks for the minute. For Scientific American's 60-Second Science, I'm Gretchen Kuda-Crowen. Controlled? Well, maybe. Chaos? Definitely. Tune in weekday mornings, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. for Controlled Chaos with Gary Garver, Jigga, Dave, and Mary Tonga. KCAA, 1050 a.m. You have to hear it to believe it. As the owner of my business, I wear a lot of hats. I'm accounting, sales, and so much more. But I don't know marketing. Let Dex Media be your marketing department. Our team can create a digital plan for you with everything from search to social. Contact Dex Media, that's D-E-X Media, to get found, get chosen, and get talked about. Whoa, that's a job for cleanup, which would be me. Call 844-230-3436 or visit DexMedia.com today. K-C-A-A. Folks, we're on the road. Believe me, believe me, this is an interesting day, a wonderful day. And if you are in uh, Southern California, once again, it's probably the most beautiful day in or on the planet. Be glad you're here. Be glad you're near. Uh, be glad you are not. Be glad you are not Yolanda Holder, because if you were Yolanda Holder, you would have great obligations and responsibility, and you would probably just now be completing your... Midnight walk. Mm. 
Yolanda Holder, really a very, very strong woman, someone that uh, that uh, we all should admire, and uh, I'm not even going to say attempt to be like because I would have to lead that, and I don't even want to try. No. Okay, Yolanda Holder, by the way, is the walking diva. This is a lady who has committed herself to walking 10,000 miles this year, That's not in her life. This year. This year. I'm Wallace Allen on the case for wow, Truth and okay. Justice with the right information to help improve the situation. This is Empire Talks Back. I want to thank you for joining us. We've got Mr. Jamal Lilly in the studio. Good morning. Along with our wonderful friend here, Miss Naomi Riggins. And uh, Joe's in the studio, in the engineering box. Leonard should be calling in. Um, this day, we're going to celebrate women, period. Just, you know, okay. the power of women. Last week, we had uh, a guest call in that was pretty upset with mm-hmm. uh, the fact that she thinks that black men hate black women. And as we moved into the conversation, it appears that uh, the media, TV, uh, all of those guys tend to push imagery of black women that uh, – tends to make some of the black women upset. And I can't say that I blame them because I love black women. I love women. I love black women in particular because my mama gave me life. Praise the Lord. That's the only reason? No, that's not the only reason. I do have to say I wonder sometimes about, you know, the sanity that goes on with the deep love. My wife has been with me 40 years. Mm -hmm. We met 40 years ago yesterday. Oh, man. You remember the day you I, met. Well, the date of course I remember the day. I remember the moment. I remember the day. The, whole, the moment the, the, when I the first date. saw her, the whole thing. She questions me on that occasionally, and I pretend to, you know, <laughs> tease her a little bit and pretend that I don't remember. But I remember looking at the big, pretty legs when I walked in the door. You know what? I remember similar things. You know, something. I said, whoa, who is this? Anyway, mm-hmm. I don't want to get too far, but we've go got, far. We, have, we have three wonderful children. And a bunch of grandbabies to prove it. Uh, three children that we made, two that she absorbed. Wonderful. Oh, my gosh. Ah, wonderful women. Oh, I want to bring us up to date on Alexis Reeve, uh, Reeves, our intern. Called me yesterday from school. All right. In school. All right. Got a job. Oh, man. She's didn't even, bad in a thousand. Awesome. Didn't have a checking account. So she's sitting on money. Oh no, you man! Got to. I can't. You know, but she she would appreciate. I told her get a bank account, please, a Wells Fargo or Bank of America, something that, Gotta get that we started. could be easily transferring money to her uh, as things go along. But she's uh, all anxious, happy to, you know, happy about school and anxious to to get involved uh, with meeting people. Uh, I gave her the big the big daddy talk. You know, okay. don't be. Well, I can't tell you all all that I told her because I got a little uh, frank and candid in terms of uh, Yeah, but you needed to, though. Yeah, you got to do that. You got to let her know that uh, we love her, we care for her, and that we're not next door and can't come immediately to help. Mm -hmm. So we've got to do things to uh, make that work. Ah, back to one of our favorite heroines, uh, Miss Yolanda Holder. Yolanda is on the phone with us now. Are you there? I am. Oh, my goodness. Uh, did you take a nap since uh, I we talked to her this morning? She called at 6-something this morning. I don't know why she thought she talked to me that early. But she did call. <laughs> <laughs> she did call and uh, to let us know that she would not be able to come into the studio this morning because she was completing her 26-mile walk 
last night. You know, I, I might That's get up and walk around, I might get up and walk around the block, walk to the mailboxes. <laughs> she got up at one o'clock in the morning to walk twenty six miles. This was part of her Yolanda. Would you tell us yeah. why you got up at one o'clock in the morning to walk twenty six miles and we all know that you're gonna start a five hundred and twenty five mile walk tomorrow? Uh, to five hundred miles, she's going to walk from Laguna to San Francisco. All of that is part of uh, of her campaign to fight type two diabetes. Okay. But why she got up at one o'clock in the morning this morning to walk? Mm-hmm. I don't know. So well, would you explain out. that to us? Well, normally I get up at I start my walk between three and four a.m. But I wanted to come in person to be on your show. So it usually takes me anywhere from six to eight hours to complete 26 miles. So I got up at 1 a.m. and started on my walk, and um, and then I was a little tired, so I couldn't make it in. So that's why I called you at 6 o'clock, because I knew I wouldn't be able to um, complete the walk, shower, and drive. She's human. She is human. Yolanda Holder is not a robot. She's human. Matter of fact, some of you thought she was all heart, but she's got to be legs, too, in order to make these kind of walks. Uh, Yolanda, tell us about your pledge for 10,000 miles. What is that all about? Um, My pledge for 10,000 miles is I'm trying to, I'm already a two-time Guinness World Record holder, and I'm on a quest to go for my third Guinness. And to complete that, um, I have to do an average of, 25 miles a day but I want to set the bar completely as high as I can because see these ladies they come after me okay. my record has been broken twice <laughs> okay? Uh, okay. so I want to set the bar as high as I can at least 10,000 miles so that no one will break my record what but is the record that you're not... breaking <laughs> what, what is the well, record that you're breaking yet, but oh. they're already after me so <laughs> I don't talk too much about the 10,000 miles but what's really close to my heart is losing both my parents to diabetes. And this is the third year I'm walking for diabetes. Last year, I walked from Corona to Las Vegas via Death Valley, and it took me 10 days. And um, this year, I'm going to take the cool and beautiful route, which is Laguna Beach to San Francisco via the coast. And you're going at two, 25, 26 miles a day. I'm actually, no, I'm actually doing an average of 33 miles oh. a day uh, to get there in 15 days. 15. My mom died on uh, September 2nd, three years ago, okay. um, Labor Day. So I do this walk in her honor around Labor Day. And so to get there in 15 days, I have to do, I think it's an average of 33. Tomorrow will be 32.88 miles. Um, and then I think the next day is like 34 miles. So we'll be with you in spirit. Um, <laughs> but but beyond that, we'd like to be with you in terms of your mission. How do people support what you're doing? Um, you can go to my website, YolandaHolder.com. You can either sponsor me. There's two. Um, you can click on sponsorship and you can sponsor or if you just want to donate you click on donate and anything is five dollars to whatever is is helpful um like i said with uh type 2 diabetes that's what both of my parents died of uh, the complications and they both uh, my mom had a massive stroke and then my father 
um, had a heart attack. And, and so we African-Americans, we are number one with type 2 diabetes. And I just want to bring awareness that something as simple as changing the way you eat and moving your body every day. And I like to move mine by walking because walking to me is the most easiest thing to do. But I like to tell people if you like to ride your bike, ride your bike. Mm -hmm. If you like to go climbing, go hiking. I mean, just moving your body every day, it not only helps with your type 2 diabetes, but your cholesterol, your, your heart. It's just Walking is just simple. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Just simple and easy. No, you don't have to do a marathon distance like me every right. day. But 30 minutes a day really helps. 30 minutes a day helps. 33 miles a day is amazing. And uh, uh, both of those will probably keep the doctor away. Somewhere in between is what we should probably seek. We should probably uh, eat much better than we're eating. Uh, Matter of fact, we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, Yolanda, I'd like to know what you ate yesterday, what you're going to eat today, and what do you plan to eat as you take this walk, your walk from Laguna to San Francisco, 525 miles in 15 days as a salute to her parents who both were lost to type 2 diabetes and as a warning to you, the general public, that you don't want to do it like that. You do want to exercise and eat correctly and uh, give yourself uh, the best shot at living a good, long, healthy life that you can. This is Wallace Allen, Empire Talks Back. We'll be back very shortly to talk more with the heroine of the day, Miss Yolanda Holder, the walking diva. Be right back. Publish your legal notice in West Side Story newspaper. For the best service and the best rates, call 909-384-8131. Publishing legal notices in the city and county of San Bernardino since 1990. West Side Story provides friendly expert service. Call 909-384-8131 to benefit from budget-friendly rates. Whether a fictitious business name, a name change, a divorce summons, or any other legal or public notice, call West Side Story newspaper, 909-384-8131. 909-384-8131. That's 909-384-8131. KCAA is your CNBC news affiliate. We're the station that gets down to business. This is Empire Talks Back. I'm Wallace Allen on the case for truth, justice, with the right information to help improve the situation. Folks, you can improve your life if you listen to Ms. Yolanda Holder and the example she's setting. She's 
you know, she's going to walk 525 miles in the next 15 days uh, to help bring awareness to the dangers of type 2 diabetes and to alert you to uh, eating better and exercising more as a possible preventive action for you and keeping you separated from type 2 diabetes and healthy in a lot of other in a lot of other senses. Miss Holder, Mrs. Holder. Yes. Is Mr. Holder walking with you? He walks, um, well, he's actually my crew, so he will be with me on the journey. And he sometimes he'll he'll walk a couple of miles with me. Listen, um, I, I, I just know that I wanted to support and salute him because, you know, it, it's, I mean, to have a wife that's walking and, and exercising and carrying on like that, is amazing and the attention that you're getting is amazing and the fact that he's there with you as your crew is as it should be god bless him and uh, let him know that we are very proud to be men myself and jamal and the crew in here not our not our good looking friend here miss riggins but we're glad to be men as a result of knowing men like your husband Supportive, and that that's that's very critical. And uh, as we talk about how wonderful and important the work is of women, just like when we talk about the important work of men, we have to recognize that there are great women with them, and we have to recognize that women uh, that are doing great things tend to have an image of a great man somewhere around, either their aunt, their, I mean, their uncle, their father, their brother, someone. In your case, it's your husband, and we salute him for uh, for supporting you like that. And uh, He's probably walking more than any of us. Oh, uh, man. You know uh, he is. I mean, just just to keep up with you and give you water. So you're doing a good thing for him. But we wanted to know, Miss Holder, what are you eating to make you... Oh, my uh, goodness. My nutrition should be a little bit better as far as the calorie intake. And I... So that's where my weakness is. I do eat healthy, but I just don't eat enough because... Sometimes I don't want to eat. Okay, for example, yesterday, I did good yesterday. I had, I drank my water. I had about 100 ounces of water. I had two bananas, two oranges, three uh, kiwi, a tuna sandwich, and then for dinner I had spaghetti with meatballs. And it doesn't. It sounds like a lot, but really, it wasn't a lot. No, I mean, walking as much as she walked. Yeah, I I started to get off on that hundred ounces of water, but then I thought about how many ounces of sweat you put into that. So that's a great deal. Yeah, it's actually that I'm still under with the water, but I've been concentrating more on the water because I'm not a really big fan of water. But it's been hot. So I've been taking yes. in a, a lot of water. Well, we're, we're encouraged for you by, you know, the fact that you're taking a cooler route. You're, you're walking a couple hundred miles further than you walked last year, but it's a cooler route. So uh, maybe that, uh, that's, that's a good uh, substitute for the Las Vegas heat. But listen, we do encourage you. I want people to go to the website, YolandaHolder.com. After you're off, uh, we're going to spell it correctly and be sure that people can get to it. And we want to encourage folks to support you with their donations, with their sponsorship, and by getting off their rusty dusty and getting out and doing a little walking. And where does the money go? Uh, and yes, how, Mr. Mr. Lilly asked a good question. Where does the money go? How does that uh, support your activity? Um, a portion of it uh, sponsors 
the trip that cost me to do the trip, and then the other portion goes directly to American Diabetes Association. American Diabetes Very Association. Good. Very good. Well, we support you in every way Thank we you. can, except that we're not going to walk a step for every step you walk. But we are. <laughs> but we are going to. We are going to clap every time we can think about you out there doing what you do and uh, supporting all of the people beyond your immediate family. Though your immediate family was your catalyst for doing this. Many people are benefiting just knowing that there's someone out there working out as hard as you do and caring uh, at the level that you do. Congratulations. Thank you for being part of us and allowing us to uh, walk with you. (laughs) So to speak. (laughs) So to speak. Yolanda Holder, the walking diva. Thank you very much. Good luck on your walk. Uh, God bless you. And uh, maybe we can talk to you sometime around the uh, second as you end your race we'll check with our we'll check with our date and see if we can accommodate uh, letting folks know how successful you were how good you feel and what you ate on your day of success all right okay. keep those calories right. up thank you very much and thank you for having me on the show thank you keep the calories up wow bye-bye bye-bye, bye-bye. isn't that something that's amazing. Man, that is very amazing. Somebody with that kind of dedication, someone with that kind of uh, follow-through, because, you know, most of us have great ideas and mm-hmm. things that we would follow up on. Mr. Evans, Mr. Leonard Evans is here with us. Very good. How, how do you feel about that? Does that make you feel a little uh, less adequate about your morning uh, uh, constitution? Less adamant? Adequate. Adequate in terms of, uh, you know, I, I know that you get up and oh, you yeah. told me that, oh, you, well, I mean, that uh, you've been known to get miles, up and I'm not doing shake a couple morning. of legs that's and that's walk maybe a half a block or something. But uh, <laughs> A little more than that. What I was, I was thinking about the Hindu religion and how they teach about caring for the body and they compare it to tending your field. And they say you have to irrigate your fields, you have to irrigate the body. Well, when you get up and take a walk and get the heart pumping and get the blood circulating, turns out that there are things in that process that heal the body, bringing nutrition to the cells, taking waste away, letting everything function better with good irrigation. Very, so very the good heart point. does that and when you get out and walk. And then you talked about eating. It turns out... In the Hindu religion, they have lots of holy men, and like any profession, there are specialists. So, <laughs> well, drinking drinking the tea, or drinking the Kool Aid, or figuring out the right thing to eat is definitely important. Uh, well, here's the here's well, no, the no, no. I'm I'm making a transition here because uh, well, we, this is just a quick punctuation. They have sin eaters. So, if you've done something wrong, if you feed this person, it takes away your sin. And there is psychology behind why that is. Did you say sin? What you believe about what you eat is what I'm getting at. Did you say sin? S I N eaters? Sin eaters, S I N, yes. People are eating to get rid of sin. No, no, no. The the holy man specializes in doing this because he can eat the sin without getting bad karma. And you're trying to get rid of your bad karma. You're trying to feel better about something you did that was wrong. You give it to him in the form of food. So he comes around and says, hey, you got the... Probably that's like that's that's like there. these guys getting dressed up on on Christmas Eve, like Santa Claus, and walking from house to house eating people's cookies and milk. That's a sin. 
Well, you could look at it that way. Well, anyway, I, I just wanted to say something ridiculous so that we could move on. Uh, oh, please. <laughs> this is, uh, we, we need to talk about that. But one of the things that I was uh, uh, alluding to as we talked about people uh, drinking the Kool-Aid, uh, folks, I don't know if you've noticed it, but a couple of days ago, Mr. Trump mm-hmm. made a speech in Alabama uh, to a crowd of people that uh, was in a stadium that would hold 40,000 people. And since he only got 30-some thousand people there, there are some folks who want to say that he didn't have a successful rally. Uh, the thing that was going on before this rally was that Donald Trump couldn't cough or sneeze without media being there and putting him on live. Uh, one of the things that Mr. Trump did in his speech was point out how tender his behind is Mm-mm. from the news media kissing it and chasing him and insisting that everything he do be live. And I noticed that, yes, he was right. He was being live on CNN, on Fox, and on MSNBC. Yes, indeed. Uh, they were chasing ratings because this man is capturing people's imaginations and attention all over the country, and as a result of that, because many of places... Because of the hard evidence of the debate draw, that it was ten times the audience you normally got, and all the media wanted a piece of that intention so they, attention so they can raise their rates on more advertising. And I think that they have been alerted by some of the more quote-unquote uh, uh, acceptable Republicans, uh, because the media, that's the last I've seen of him since, you know, Thursday. It's like they've decided that, well, you know, uh, he might be right. We may be looking a little funny chasing him down. And and I, I don't know. I'm not sure. But well, I they do, interviewed him I, this morning on uh, this week with George Stephanopoulos. Good. That, well, give me some of that interview in a moment, because now what I'd like to do is bring well, in, in a two people that helped point attention to Mr. Trump. Uh, I, I, I would say that they ignited his campaign. Uh, I would say that because when I first saw them making their uh, statements about Mr. Trump and expressing their support, they were the first black people that I had really seen mm-hmm. exercise some point of, of real reason for liking Mr. Trump. And they are like a snowball rolling down a hill, have, I think, been collecting uh, people for Trump ever since they got started. Uh, It's my pleasure to introduce Diamond and Silk, the two young ladies who have pushed themselves as the Trump girls, stumping for Trump. (laughs) Good morning. How are you ladies doing? Wonderful! Thank you for having us. Oh no, it's it's a pleasure to have you. I I don't know if if you know if I can capture some of that crowd of people following you around, I would be as lucky as Mr. Trump. Uh, <laughs> on a serious note, you guys uh, are were in the beginning very serious about Mr. Trump. We're still uh, serious about him. We're very passionate about him. We are looking for him to be our next president. Yes. I I think that many people may have not been as serious about him as you were when they started listening to you. 
But as they find a, a group of people gathering around on this Trump train, I think it may be making some people take him a lot more seriously. How do you feel about that? Absolutely. They should take him serious. Listen, he is putting things into action. He is going down there looking at the border so that we can secure the border. He's uniting our country, and he is going to make America great again, and we really believe that. And we can no longer look at a candidate because of their skin color or because of their political party. Mm -hmm. We have to now look at who's going to best do the job, and we see him as best to doing the job, and that's why we stomp for the Trump. That's right. Well, you've been doing a great job doing that. Uh, Mr. Evans uh, has pointed out uh, that Mr. Trump's... Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Immigration idea. We heard a lot of people say, well, you know, Mr. Trump wants to have, gather all of the illegal immigrants and ship them out and then ship them back into the country. Uh, Mr. Evans, Mr. Evans, how did you feel about that statement and the way people were interpreting it? And give us what you think is uh, the way Mr. Trump would be handling something like that. Well, my picture on that issue comes from Chuck Todd's interview with Donald Trump and his standing in the back of his airplane. And uh, he's asking him, what are you going to do? You know, has everybody got to go? Trump says, everybody's got to go. And he says, well, you're going to break up the family? He says, no, 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 we're going to keep the families together. He says, well, how are you going to do this? Well, we're going to expedite it. And I thought to myself, I said, well, if you think about what he said and what he wants to do, <laughs> that just popped into my head. Everybody could have to go, say, to the Mexican consulate or go down to the border and physically step onto Mexican territory. They fill up a car, they, they register, take 15 minutes or something like that. They pay a fee or arrange to pay a fee or get on payments or whatever to collect some money. And now they step back in. You know who everybody is. And how hard would that be to do? You could actually do that. Now, you wouldn't round people up, but they would see that now they have this whole thing off of them by simply doing this. So uh, actually you're saying going to the Mexican council. They're not citizens, but he's addressed the problem. Now, first with Donald, everybody said, oh, he's just talking. He's got no details. When he comes out with details and starts answering questions, all of those people don't look so good. And then they say, oh, the answers won't mean anything. And then when people are really discussing the answers, those people don't look so good anymore. So everybody, like the young lady mentioned, everything they thought was going to kill him made him stronger. Like I said, he's like a, a, a space alien. You know, you can't shoot him because he just gets bigger. And why? Because he's resonating with people. He is just speaking up about what people are frustrated about, and he's not afraid to simply talk to the people. He's not scripted. I mean, that's enough. There's my comment. We're going to take a short break, and we'll come back and uh, discuss more about the impact of our guest, Diamond and Silk, the Trump girls, on right. the election, potentially, on the race for sure. Uh, let me add one last thing and remind uh, everybody. Uh, let me let you let me let you keep people on that cliff. 
Let me let you keep people on that cliff. Don't jump off. Make them wait. And we'll be right back to hear what Mr. Evans has got to say. It's, I'm sure it's critical and very important. If you've got a little extra something on your mind, you might want to go empty your bladder and come right back. We'll be back in a very short time. This is Empire Talks Back. I'm Wallace Allen talking to the Trump girls and Mr. Leonard Evans. Publish your legal notice in West Side Story newspaper. For the best service and the best rates, call 909-384-8131. Publishing legal notices in the city and county of San Bernardino since 1990. West Side Story provides friendly expert service. Call 909-384-8131 to benefit from budget-friendly rates. Whether a fictitious business name, a name change, a divorce summons, or any other legal or public notice, call West Side Story newspaper, 909-384-8131. 909-384-8131. That's 909-384-8131. You're listening to KCAA, your good neighbor along the way. This is Empire Talks Back. I'm Wallace Allen on the case for truth and justice with the right information to help improve the situation. We're talking with uh, two young ladies who have a a Skype account, and they decided to speak into their Skype account about their passion for for Donald Trump. Uh, They were upset by what uh, one of the, I guess, the the, uh, uh, debate, so-called debate that was taking place and one of the... uh, panel members, Ms. Kelly, uh, started asking the Donald questions that eh, seemed to be more personal and, and, and uh, historical than uh, reaching into the future concerned about his ability to be president. And all the young ladies jumped on this like, why did you guys get so upset with that? Well, first of all, during the debate, that it was 24 million people watching that debate. Mm-hmm. That was a time to unite us, not divide us. Listen, our country is deeply divided on issues, on social issues. It is time to unite our country. And go back to immigration. Listen, Donald Trump just tells the truth. And the truth may make you feel queasy or uneasy, but the truth is what's going to set everyone free. There is a loophole in our system that causes illegal aliens, particularly the women, to come over here and have babies. We have to uh, stop that loophole. Mm -hmm. We have to make sure that people that's walking among us are American citizens. So he's just telling the truth, and he's telling it in plain English. That's why he's resonating. That's why he's leading in the polls. And you can find out more about what we stand for by visiting webesisters.com. That's W-E-B-E-S-I-S-T-E-R-S. Dot com. We be sisters. That's plural at the end. Listen, uh, how have people responded to you at a personal level? You level. You are from the state of North Carolina, correct? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when you get, when you ladies walk the street, how do people respond to you now? 
Well, it's like, you know, first they didn't understand it, but now it makes sense. Yes. Listen, we have been fed, spoon-fed a narrative for so long, mm-hmm. and it seems like nobody is, is, is listening to the American people, and the American people is tired of it. We have our own minds. We can think for ourselves. We don't need you feeding us a narrative, and we're looking at the person that's going to get the job done, mm-hmm. and that's why we stuck for Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. One of the things that, that the people that I've talked to have been uh, very proud of as they listen to you talk is that they've not heard you say uh yet you have uh and you just did it and i do it all the time you know what you want to say and you get it out and you get it well, out. I'm very passionate about it i won't talk if i'm not passionate about what i'm speaking about Exactly. And you, that passion comes from having a core idea of what you're saying. That's why Donald, he does the same thing. You ask him a question, he already knows at the base what he's talking about. So he speaks freely. He's always guided by that. He's not worried about, you know, maybe somebody doesn't understand listen, something. I the, know what the, I'm talking about and I can back it up. If the Donald were if the Donald were half as articulate as uh, Diamond and Silk he he would have another twenty points on the polls. He's full of he he's full of uhs and ahs and changing the sentence in the middle of the sentence. And that's because he's a free man. Certainly, uh, people who that's have right. who have got to uh, win in order to be sure they're going to get their next breath tend to be a bit more careful. He's not. You spoke of uh, people coming to the United States to have babies, and I must admit it sounds uh, like the only people that we're concerned about doing that are are Hispanics or Mexicans coming across the border when in fact here in Southern California in the last two, three months we've had big news stories about the fact that there are groups of Asians coming in who move into big luxurious houses and homes to have babies who pay fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000 to come in and do that type of thing and certainly it's upset some people and something's being done about it but not you know to to push and i think have a latent racist attitude about mexicans and i think that's what we're looking at or latinos or latinos or brown-skinned people period sure listen nobody is 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 hating on hispanics we love the immigrants of our country. We we love them, but you have to be here legally. legally. No, there 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 are some people. There are some people definitely. There are some people definitely hating on on Mexicans, and this is this is Mexicans and Latinos and brown folk, and that's that that's why uh, it's a it's a hot button. But if we start if we start looking at what you're looking at. The, the issue of legality, I think uh, we find that there's probably as many Mexican American citizens who are concerned about the border as there are any as there is anybody else. Uh, the idea, one of the things that worries me about the border, is the fact that we've got the danger involved with people having to sneak across. You know, if, if they can pay, a, I'm, I'm like this. If they can pay a coyote ten thousand dollars. To come into the country, I don't see why we don't collect that money and assure those people of having life insurance or health insurance, uh, any driver's licensing or, that they may need, and to know that they're free to come and go across that border as long as they 
put up what they need to put up in order to make the uh, people feel safe. Health is an issue about crossing the border. Crossing the border without a health inspection is something that that we should be concerned about. Mr. Evans, go ahead. When we talk about the border, I never hear anybody talk about Cesar Chavez, the head of the Lettuce Workers Union. And he went down to the border Mm -hmm. to protest. What? Illegal immigration. We never talk about how many Latinos are here legally and what that population represents and what are their interests. And I'm sure there are many more of them than there are people who are undocumented. And nobody stops to think that when Trump is talking, maybe these people are listening. Said, oh, my goodness, somebody who's finally, you know, sees this issue here. But no, Leonard, no, no, what, when Trump what is talking... But what does that say about the people that's here legally and then for someone to illegal cross the border? I mean, you had people that had to pay fees, learn how to speak English. So those people are looking at these people that's crossing over here illegal like that's not fair. It's not fair to the people that done the right thing by this country to become American. That's right. That's right. Not to mention the people who were Americans before America was America that were here. Their family, their descendants, all of these people, this all these other candidates are not talking, understanding that this is who they're talking to. Mr. Trump is doing that. When he got up and talked about health care, he explained the change in Obamacare. Yeah, there's a good thing. But wait a minute. It's the insurance companies and the drug companies who've got everybody by the throat. Mm-hmm. Once I get that stuff straightened out, then everybody's going to get a better deal here. Well, I think, well, Trump, I I think he's even in support. No I think no Trump is even in support right. in support of the single payer uh, insurance. Well, that was in the past, yes, but he didn't say that specifically. He simply what he's doing is saying, "Look, here's the problem. I'm a negotiator. I'm a salesman." Well, he showed his I liberal. He showed his liberal I, panties when he said is. that. He showed his liberal. Get, he, he showed his liberal side when he brings up the idea of the single payer, and he also shows his business acumen. Because as a negotiator, he understands that he can lower the prices of all of these pharmaceuticals if you negotiate correctly. Look at his answer when he was asked about being a liberal. Aren't you a liberal? He said, well, let's look at Reagan for just a second. And he went on to say that Reagan had been a Democrat. He was a liberal in all this. And further, there were bills he passed where he quoted Democratic presidents like Kennedy and said this is something they wanted and got all this stuff done. So, you know, I guess... Maybe he was a liberal, too. Are you telling me Reagan was a liberal? I'm telling you, he was a conservative, and so am I. I'm going to get things done. Answers like that, man, just throw everybody off. They don't know where to go. Why? There's so but that's the reason it throws. But the reason it throws everybody off. We need a candidate that's going to put the American people first, and not these poli- poli- uh, poli- politicians that just shoot the jabble babble and nothing never get done. That's right. That's why this man is leading in the poll, and that's why we continue to stop for Trump. He's not political corrupt. That's your from- the political correctness. Let's hear from Mr. Lilly. Or tied to anyone's money. Okay, guys, let's hear from Mr. Lilly. He is tied to someone's money, Leonard. He's tied to the international bankers. He is owing them on a daily basis, which is why he's been bankrupt many times and has gotten out of it many times. And so because he's beholden to their interests, he talks out of both sides of his mouth. Let me give you an example. When you're talking about illegal immigration, first of all, 
many of the Trump buildings, the Trump towers, the Trump hotel that he's building a few blocks away from the White House right now has used and is using illegal labor. Secondly, when you're talking Mm -hmm. about his support for economic initiatives, things like the Trans-Pacific Partnership, the North American Union, so on and so forth, all of these things are just throwbacks to the old Bracero program, which allows people to come in supposedly with some sort of Uh, sanction or some sort of registration process but Uh as you know it will go the same way that the Bracero program went there will be under the table situations that will allow these people and it has already started to occur with this building of this highway through Texas that I'm sure you're aware of where Uh you have illegals coming in you have a pay to play type situation sort of like a coyote situation and these people are here and they're not going back and they're having babies here and then they have that quote unquote anchor baby and Trump mm-hmm. supported this and continues to support this. Yeah, this he is talks a- out of both sides of his mouth on the very issues that no one really delves into in depth to find out what is the man doing now. Not what has he done when he was a Democrat. I think what a, is he doing currently? I think as a businessman, what he preaches. No, he's a businessman. He doesn't practice what he preaches. He practices. He practices what is legal. He practices what is legal. Who he if owes. It's, if it's to the tell him he must do to pay them back on time. If it's to the business advantage to do something legal, he's going to do that part. But the conversation that says. If you don't want me to do that, then we got to stop it from being legal. But right now, it's it's legal to bring people in illegally to work. It's legal to lie no, on a contract. it's con- allowable. It's yeah, it's, it's legal to legal. lie. It's legal to it's lie on a contract. Legal. We have we have we it's have allowed, extra legal, meaning it's okay, outside I, of the law. I agree with you. It's acceptable. It's something that occurs. So let, we let break. Me no, my let me finish. Control that uh, sound in there a little bit. Right, that's okay. I just want to stay in charge. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of like the guys who want to be president. I, I want to stay in charge. Uh, Mr. Trump, I think, is excellent for this race because he's making people talk about things that they don't want to talk about. And he's promising things to people that they do want to hear. But that he can't deliver. Well, now we say so he, can't he, deliver. Say he can't deliver. We, because the you, president people, doesn't make those kinds no, of decisions. No, no, but the same the thing. The president doesn't the same thing about that type It's of, the same thing about getting people uh, to be documented. When he says get them out of here and bring them back, People think the hard way. They say, take them out of the country and bring them back. Leonard, you even said, take them to the border. All they got to do is go to the consulate. They can, when they well, step into the. Option. Yeah, well, but the. No, no, I'm do, saying, though, it, to make, to describe it as easily right. as possible would be to and say he, they walk into the consulate, they get documented. Uh, you know, to me, I'm, I'm, all, I'm all into putting a chip on somebody, you know. And so that we can follow them, we know where they are, and and that's the issue: knowing where people are, chip. knowing what they do. Yeah, I said chip. Mark of the beast. Yeah, I said mark of the beast. Is that it? Mm-hmm. May, may I clarify? Yeah, yeah. I'm you, talking you, about when I talk about Donald Trump, I'm talking about technique. We yes. haven't discussed the substance and the reality of no, his Leonard, ability. You were t- it's simply his response and what. How he's handled uh, you guys get you guys are scared and I and I don't understand why because you know you got reputations of 
being strong intellectuals and you don't want to be made to sound silly, but this guy Trump, this guy Trump has got a few Trump cards. Maybe everybody else is playing with a 52 card deck. Maybe he got 54, but he's making moves. He's making moves that nobody expected that he would make. I think he's even caught by surprise. I think maybe Diamond and Silk were the only ones to see the purity of the potential with this man. They may be making him go straight or than he was going to go. Uh, because their passion, I think, is being matched by other people who show up who would like to see something, hurt, hear something that's going to be positive about their future. And if, if Trump can make the other people get in line, maybe there's that future. I'm going to try to be quiet. Wallace. It's all That's rhetorical. It's I'm going to be quiet because it's important to let, you know, all of these sides go. We've got Jamal on, on you know, where he's a reasonable person, and he's looking at things with a level of reason that I probably don't have. Mr. Evans, we know that, you know, you're, you're able to project uh, things that, just for the sake of argument, you're a great salesman. These young ladies, uh, Diamond and Silk, they're on this because they want this man to win. Uh, have you guys, you know, certainly everybody says you're on the Trump payroll. Uh, I don't, do you have a problem with being on the Trump payroll if you had the opportunity? That is the furthest thing from my mind. The thing that I want people to drill into people's heads is that we no longer need anyone feeding us a narrative, okay? We can think for ourselves. Let's stop looking at political parties and look at who is going to do the job and who is going to do it best. Now, that's, gonna, that, 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 that's, hard, to, that's, hard, that's hard to do simply based on people giving speeches. That's why we have folks who analyze things after the speeches Action are done. speak louder and, and, and than remember, words. So what I would like to do, we've got 10 minutes. We've got 10 minutes left. One of the things, Leonard, Leonard, this is for you, too. We've got 10 minutes left. There are things of substance that people have that they're concerned about. I, 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 you, you guys are tremendous cheerleaders. What are some of the substantive things that you feel Trump can do? And maybe I should ask. Or can't do. Or can't do. And let's, let's let Mr. Lilly ask a question and let's let you guys answer Mr. Lilly first of all how will you be able to change the will of the politics going on the prevailing politics going on in Washington if you're Donald Trump and you owe money to interests that don't want to see that happen he finances his hotels he finances his casinos he finances his businesses he owes people money and they do not want to see illegal immigration go down the tubes because if they did, they would lose what? Money. Well, the so methodology how do you propose that, that he will do such a thing when the people that he owes don't want it to happen? Okay, question. Uh, Diamond, Silk. So he's asking me how will he repeat? I, I how do you think that he will get that done when the people that he owes don't want it to happen? Well, listen, anything is possible in this country. I think I'm talking to Jamal. Yes, yes, you are, Jamal. Yes, ma'am. Anything is possible in this country. Let me tell you something. Mm -hmm. If they can take and they can change the institution of something that was here since the beginning of time, anything is possible in this country. So I'm going to applaud that somebody is saying that he's not going to be able to do this. He's not going to be able to do that. That is why American people are No, I'm asking you to tell me how it would be done. 
I'm not asking you. I'm not. No, what I'm saying to you is I'm I'm posing a question. The question is how in the real world, the real environment of Washington politics and the real environment of American capitalism, will this man be able to achieve what you're talking about? That's what I'm I asking you. I'm, I'm not asking able. you, will he be able to? I'm okay. asking you, how will he be able to? Remember, okay, the Mr. Here, Evans, the Mr. Evans. In one sentence, the answer here in one sentence is, remember, you need a cooperative Congress. Correct. Well, if you don't have that as president, you can't get it. Correct. So if, if he can take enough people with him, and he's got to pressure, whatever, persuade enough people there to go along with him, then you would see this government work like it's never worked before. What Mr. Lilly is pointing out, that these people he must work with, they are being controlled by other interests. Thank you. Okay, they were there before he got there, and they'll be there when he's gone, and Precisely. they're going to tell him that when he gets to Washington. And if he's a nice boy, they might work with him. So that's the reality. That the so what's the, the chances? Tonight. What's the chances of this Congress? Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled pepper. Excuse me. Uh, what's the chances of this Congress that has did everything it could to make our present president? look silly and he doesn't uh they've not cooperated with him for eight years uh and, and if they take the same step do you think these same guys will be as uncooperative with the mr trump as they have been with no President? it'll be the guys on the other side of the aisle but but the same level of of uh of uh won't be the same guys le- less it'll be the of non-cooperation persons but so we'll be looking at a group of people who don't cooperate with the president Correct. If no, Trump were I to... believe they're going to cooperate with the president because he's going to go right. in and call it shots. That's, that's right. what he's going to do. do. He's going to be just fine. That's right. Well, now, the pr- one because thing that we know work. about the president is that he doesn't have a lot of power. He has a lot of imagery, and that imagery can cause people to react in a way to create some power. We've, we've seen Obama call out the forces, use uh, social media to put pressure on elected officials, and, and certainly uh, Trump has the kind of personality that could do that. My question is, is it necessarily bad for the country to have a situation where, they're not, where the Congress is not cooperating with the, uh, with the president? Is that going to draw the uh, uh, Congress together to make them functional for, uh, why for a are period you all of time? focusing on Congress and them not working with the future president? Well, no, we're not. We're, we're simply saying that as a, as a uh, real circumstance, the way that Congress represents, Congress represents the divide. Congress has created and represented a divide that says if you're a Republican and I'm a Democrat, I don't want to talk to you. If you're a Democrat and I'm a Republican, I don't want to talk to you. So that is there. That is actual. That is taking place. Now, regardless of whether the president is a Republican or a Democrat, we've still got these people who have to make the votes to Congress. They're split. The uh, if if you don't recognize that you know then we are kind of childlike as we look at look at the politics. Everybody in politics has got to cooperate with somebody somehow, create some type of manipulation to make things happen. And so we have to look at the possibilities of the interaction between Mr. Trump and Congress, either a cooperative or uncooperative Congress. Right now, the history says that there'd be an uncooperative Congress. So well, that's, just because just because just because they were uncooperative with, with the president. Now, uh, uh, Barack, 
does not mean it's going to happen with Donald Trump. With that idea of change, with that idea of drastic change, are you comfortable going into a Ku Klux Klan meeting expecting that, you know, things change? Maybe these guys are different. Plus, check out the Alabama. No, 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 no. I need an answer. I want to know how drastic a change you can see taking place. Are you willing to figure, you know, put our future as a country on the idea that Congress is going to finally wake up because we get a guy in there that's aggressive enough, smart enough to get in there without uh, uh, being the normal type of politician that they're going? Listen, if many of us say if Jesus Christ showed up, things wouldn't get much different. They'd probably get assassinated. So how are we going to get this change I think that we all want we all want some kind of cooperation we should want for us to be together maybe the idea of isolating ourselves a little bit but Mr. Lilly says isolation is the last thing on Trump's mind because he's got the World Bank to deal with exactly so international financiers now I could see us becoming isolationists and maybe getting along better inside of our borders uh, but we'd have to really it's get our realistic. nuclear program going to. <laughs> it's not realistic, you know, because you can't be the only one at the table either. I will never say it's not realistic. No, to be isolationist? No, no, no. I, I it's not realistic. I, 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 it can be done. I don't want you guys to change. You can never say something can't be done. It can right. be done. I don't want That's you guys sure, to change. But at what cost? That's, don't he was believe me about being isolationist. At what cost? I mean, you could say that the United States is a closed system and we are just going to keep to ourselves. But if you do that, you've now undone all of the progress that we've made over all these decades when we've now put ourselves in a position where we're not doing things that you said existed from the beginning of time. I think you were alluding to slavery. But I'm saying the whole idea of change comes with cooperation and mm-hmm. collaboration. So you can't be isolationist in that type of environment. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be inclusive. So you can't, it's like, it's, it's, a, it's a, uh, an oxymoronic situation. You can't have both. You can't have, Do you believe that Trump could be president? Do you think he can get oh, sure, he, sure, he could be, sure he could be president. Do we believe but that will he, he be effective at delivering what he says can, he can deliver? Well, that, that's no. the question. That's the question. Can, that's the question we all ask. And because the one thing Mr. Evans brings up, every new new president is going to find out something that he didn't know within a couple of hours. That's the briefing or debriefing that he takes. Once he gets to be president, something flattens out on everybody. You know, once they get the news that the bureaucrats have for them, they all tend to flatten out. The, the, the promises don't be in, as deep. In, but listen. Ten seconds or less. Ten seconds or less. We, we the business go. logic that applies to the private sector is often exactly opposite of the business logic that applies to running governmental institutions. Absolutely. Because we've got people right. to care about, and, not Trump, just Trump's dividends. Appeal is, Trump's appeal is emotional. If he gets enough people fired up. Ladies. Before, and the sitting people oh, think they need his endorsement. I'm, I'm passionate about this. He's going to be the next president. And he won't do anything. It won't change Ladies, listen, you guys keep up your, your hard work just like Mr. Lilly's going to keep up his and Mr. Evans, and we're all going to do what we do. When we meet at the finish line, we're going to close hands and wrap each other up in a big hug and say, I love you. That's the number one thing that we're going to do. 
Okay, no that's doubt. the main thing. So you guys keep up your hard work. God bless you. He has blessed you. All right. Don't Use forget, it. we be justice.com and we be y'all sisters. Very good. And I don't want you folks to forget YolandaHolder.com because she's walking 525 miles this week mm-hmm. and uh, on her way to a 10,000 mile for the year. This is Empire Talks Back. Wallace Allen on the case for Truth and Justice. Out of here next week under two circumstances. One, good Lord willing. willing. Two, the creek, creek don't, don't rise. rise. God bless you. Thank you so much. KCAA Loma Linda. Your NBC Sports Radio update starts now. Lots of day baseball going on. I'm Pete Fox. We'll update those scores in a